What's your name, son? Mayonnaise! Patty Mayonnaise! What? Patty Mayonnaise, what do you think you're doing? I think I just made the team, sir. Not my team. Why not? I just showed you I can do it. Doesn't matter. This is a man's team. Now, oh. hit the showers. The girls' showers. It's just not fair. Those guys are no better than we are. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. Good morning, gut ladies. This is the Big Orange Couch 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. And I am your fill-in host, Candace. Hi, blowholes. It's Melissa, your co-host. And this is a very special episode, all-girl takeover of Big Orange Couch. This is the 120th episode of the podcast, Melissa, and it's only the second time ever without Joey and Andrew. Very scary. We've totally pushed them out. Yes. We're sitting in their seats. Mm-hmm. I, like, literally, I'm in Andrew's seat. They're not coming. Yeah. It's just girls. It's just us. Girl, and girl talk. Just girl talk. <laughs> and we're talking about our top ten favorite female characters, 90s Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Because we're experts. Yes. Because we're girls. Yeah. Duh. We know better than anybody. Women's intuition. Right. Um, I'm also, I'm kind of excited that we're recording podcast this week because this happens to be the week that the United States women's soccer team has claimed another World Cup. Right. That's right. Girl power sweeping the nation. Right. Perfect timing. Oh my gosh. And we're like in on it. Mm-hmm. We're we basically, know. we're on the ground floor. <laughs> You're a very good host. Oh. Let me just say, we we just got started. <laughs> what? I mean, should we just stop recording now? Well, I think you're... I think you're on par with Joey, and I think we should just, we should just take it from him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll have a vote on, uh, I always tell Joey we'll just vote on Instagram. <laughs> oh, I love the Instagram polls. Mm-hmm. I always do those. We'll have to think of one. Okay. We'll think of one for you listeners. Oh, yeah. Keep your eyes out for that. <laughs> um, okay. First things first, Joey and Andrew aren't here. Is there any embarrassing stories you wanted to share? Anything you want to get off your chest? Just, Just about about going. them or about me? Oh, I was going to say them, but, like, you could be interesting, too. Um, I can't think of anything. Do you have one in mind? Is that why you asked? No. Oh. I was just trying to be crazy. Oh. Um, okay. So we're talking favorite female characters. Um. Was this hard for you to do? It's, it's always hard for me to rank things. Yeah. I don't like having to make decisions about ranking things. But I feel like there was plenty to choose from. There was. There was more than I thought I'd have to choose from. Me too. At first I was like, okay, I'm going to have to dig through things. But really Nickelodeon was doing a good job. Mm -hmm. There was plenty of strong female characters. I agree. A variety. Like uh, across the cartoon shows and the live shows. Or the, you know. Yeah. What are the real people shows? Live action. Okay. Is that what you'd say? Maybe. Oh my gosh. We're yeah. so unprofessional. <laughs> okay. Well, how did you rank yours? Like, did you, how, how did you decide on this? Did you, like, list it, list them all out and then think about? Yes. You, I did, like, a whole brainstorm, mm-hmm. wrote down. And I will mention that mine is a little bit more, like, it's personal okay. to where there's shows that I just didn't watch. Mm-hmm. So those girls wouldn't have made my list. 
Okay, that you makes know sense. What I'm saying so, like, I'd say it's not an objective way. list, right? But it's like a personal feeling. I understand. I did kind of the same thing. I had a, like a little rubric, which I do sometimes when I have to rank oh. things. So I did categories like if they're kind or if they're. I thought they were cool. And confidence was another one. So I ranked everybody and then added up the totals. Oh, Melissa. That's so scientific. I have to do it that way or else I just can't make a decision. Oh, I just listed all mine out and then spent a really long time (laughs) being like, is this person better than this person? Well, that's this person better than this person? That's a good way to do it, too. And they shook out. Shook it out. I wonder, I'm interested to see how many we have in common. Me too. I thought about that as I was doing it. I wonder if we were watching the same shows. Right. Yeah. yeah it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Were you like a girl house? I have sisters. Like, a it sisters. was only girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we'll see. Like I said, experts. <laughs> okay. Do you want to start with your number 10? Sure. Okay. Okay. My number 10 was, or is, Angelica Pickles. <gasps> Number 10. Nah, our daughter's a fairly mature girl. I think she'll take it well. It's not fair! It's not fair! It's not fair! From Rugrats. She's complex, perhaps even misunderstood. She's not very nice to the babies, but she stands up for them when it counts. She's, I think she's a very well-written character. I like her a lot. That's interesting. Ah. Oh, Maybe, maybe we revisit the misunderstood thing later. Oh, okay. Maybe. Foreshadowing. (laughs) No spoilers. No spoilers. My number 10 is Patty Mayonnaise from Doug. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate coffee. It tastes like chalk. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I really like the part where the monster says, what you gonna do about it? So she shoots it with the laser. <laughs> um, she just had a heart of gold. And I feel like in her backstory, she had some struggles. I think, um, like, she was, like, new in town. And I think maybe her dad, you know, had some challenges. Did he? Uh, didn't he, like, lose his job in one episode? Maybe. Anyways, it seemed like she was dealing with her own stuff, but she was always kind. Mm-hmm. And she was always really considerate. She I was th- a good friend. Exactly. And really But she was like also her. doing her own thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, like, the strength, confidence factor mm-hmm. was definitely in my decisions, too. So, that's my number 10. Okay. My number 9 is Patty Mayonnaise. <gasps> so close! I know! But I, I wrote the same thing. Sweet and kind, and she was always a good friend. Um, I just, I liked her a lot. She was very warm. Very warm character. Yes. Yeah. But she had a crazy voice. She did. Can oh, you do, uh, do I shouldn't impression? have done crazy. Hi, Doc. That's pretty good. Was it too much? No, that was oh. good. That's I, what we should do now. We should do uh, our own oh. imitation <laughs> of all of the voices <laughs> okay. as we're saying them. A deal. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, any other discussion on Patty Mayonnaise? Um, no. I think we covered it. Perfect. Big fan. Big fans. Mm-hmm. My number nine is Alex Mack. Okay. From the secret world of Alex Mack. Mm-hmm. Um, she's on my list because she was, like, down to earth, kind of a relatable character. Like I said, it's kind of a personal decision of, like, she seemed, aside from being, aside from the puddle powers. Right. Obviously. Puddle powers. 
Uh, I mean, she was like seemed like a cool, normal girl that you could be friends with. I thought so too, and I liked her as an actress because she was in other stuff too. So I think I kind of related to her there, like Babysitters Club. Was oh, such a good movie. I don't think I've ever seen that. Really? Yes. Oh, we should get together and watch it sometime. Okay. It's very good. I'll make a note. Anyway, she's in that. Okay, so like star power. Yeah, I thought she was cool and like pretty. Yes. Yeah. She had she had cool individual style. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was nice. Good one. And you can't really do an impression of her voice. I mean, she's a yeah, she human just, person. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, my number eight. I'm going to say her name like she talks, I think. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I came up with this. Now I'm not happy I did. It's, um, I don't even remember. I don't know if I could do it. Number eight is Judy Funny. <gasps> oh my gosh, my eight. Num- my number eight is also Judy Funny. <laughs> is that... <sighs> fragrance of this new venture. <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> Give me strength. I don't know how She's to do it. She's a tough one. No, yeah, like, Judy, love Judy. Love Judy. I only, I can only imagine her saying like, she calls him Dougie. So Dougie. Judy Funny is Doug's older sister. Yes. On the show Doug. Mm-hmm. She was an artist. She was eccentric. She was hip. Yeah. I loved that she was like a parody of like a hip beatnik. Mm-hmm. And it was funny in that way, but it was still striking like a cool note. Yeah. Like even though it was a little bit of like a caricature of what that character would be, it was like still so cool. She seemed I, so cool. I thought she was so cool. I did. I wish she was nicer to Doug, but I think there are episodes where she redeems herself Agreed. I did. Okay. She was a little low on the kind uh, category for me. Oh, sure. But she made it up in confidence <laughs> and coolness. And individuality. Yes. Very cool. 100%. Love Judy. We agree on Judy. Mm-hmm. We do. That's my number eight. Okay. This is a human person. And it's Joyce Wrigley. Oh, yes. Pete and Pete's mother. Uh, it's me. I have a metal plate in my head. Yes. Very kind. Again, kind. 100%. Warm. She was just a cool mom, but she was also the responsible one. So she always gave good advice, and she kind of reined him in when she needed to. Yes. Great. Plus the metal plate. Very cool. That, I mean, that earned her a five on the cool scale for sure. Oh, yeah. Very cool talent. Well, not really a talent. It's kind of a misfortune <laughs> that at some times is a talent. But because she's like the one holding the family together, she's turned it into a positive. Right. Another thing that makes her cool. Great character. Mm-hmm. My number seven is. Don't know how to do her voice. <laughs> Reggie Rocket. There are a lot of guy surfers out there that think there's something special. So basically, we want to show the world what Power Girl surfers can do. Is Trish coming? Don't get your hopes up. Look, it's about showing everyone that girls surf hard, too. We're calling it a peaceful surfing expression session protest of the male-dominated surf magazine industry. I think you need to catch your title. Does this mean you're in? Let's rip. Power Girl Surfers! Power Girl Surfers! Power Girl Surfers! Yeah! 
the girl from Rocket Power. Yes. The cartoon. I, can't I guess she kind of talked like this. That's pretty good. That's a good Reggie. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I think you're be trying to be I nice. really can't remember what she sounds like, but that's like, that would be good if that's how she sounded. <sighs> she was cool. She um, is a cool character since we're talking about female characters specifically. It was all boys on mm-hmm. the show. Um, she was your typical female right. little girl. But she like hung with them strong mm-hmm. and I feel like she was just really cool. Also, I really love journalists. Like and she was always like making that zine and mm. stuff like that. Yeah, which I was really about cool. That. And she had big dreams, but she was like laid back and she had those sunglasses push up on her head. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. So she was cool. She was. I agree. But really smart and confident. Yeah. And, like, chill. Good choice. Yeah. Reggie. Okay, number six. Oh, wait. Now I can't remember how anybody talks. (laughs) It's (laughs) Susie Carmichael. I can't even do it. How does she even talk? But Susie Carmichael from the Rugrats. Maybe She... she talks like a baby? Yeah, did she? I don't know. Hi, my name's Susie. What's yours? Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Want me to show you our new house? But what about your sucker? Sucker? Oh, yeah. That's not important right now. Come on. Which one was Susie Carmichael? She was the friend that, like, she's Angelica's age, and she was the neighbor. Okay. Okay. Cool. But Susie was always very nice to the babies. She always took their side. She stood up for them against Angelica when Angelica was a real jerk. Um, and she was always very confident. She just kind of taught them how to be confident and stand up for themselves. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I was like Susie. I guess I don't really remember her. Oh. Well, she's in a few. I mean, not in every single episode. Right. Awesome. My number six? Is that what we're on? Uh, yes. Six. Joyce Wrigley. Because <gasps> she's amazing. She is amazing. And I also, I wrote Joyce, quotations, mom, Wrigley. Because mm-hmm. I love that they do that in the credits of Pete oh, and right. Pete. They put, they kind of put her name as like mm. mom. Yeah. Which is um, really cute. And she was funny, but she was strong. And she handled a lot for everyone, like, not just the family, but she was always, like, volunteering around town. Right, that's true. Helping out. I look up to her. Yeah. I feel like I look up to her, too. Mm-hmm. And she benefits from the great writing on Pete and Pete, where she has the unique backstory, the metal right. plate, and the true. A lot of history in town. She's and a cool lady. She's a great lady. Joyce Wrigley. <laughs> okay, number... Five. I didn't see this on my list, really. I didn't think she would be on there, but she made it. And it's... Sandy Cheeks! <laughs> from, from Spongebob Squarepants. The squirrel yes. in the astronaut suit. Yes, that's exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> I looked it up to make sure Spongebob premiered in May 1999, so I think this Just counts. made it. Yeah, just, just made, made it, it on the 90s podcast for Nickelodeon. So, Sandy is 
a good friend. She's kind of a badass. She's very, she's tough. She's from Texas. She's a cool, I mean, I keep saying that we're cool. She's a cool squirrel. And, I mean, that's about it. I mean, she's a badass, and she's always good to SpongeBob. That's good. Bites. Bites for him. Important on the rubric. Right. Yes. Plus, she's a squirrel in the ocean. So, like, Yeah. I mean, cool. that's impossible. Great idea. Very tough to do. Yeah. <laughs> Number six. Right? I just told my five. I literally can't count. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We got to get the hosts back in here. <laughs> no, we're doing great. Okay, 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 okay. Number five. Summer Sanders. From She's fig- a good the one. host of Figure It Out. Uh-huh. Summer Sanders as Summer Sanders herself. Now here's your host, Summer Sanders. It's not working. Hi everyone, welcome to Figure It Out. We've got a rowdy crowd today. Hi panelists, how you doing? Hi, Hi Summer. Hi, way over there, so far away from me. I, we talked about star power a little bit and she was an Olympian mm-hmm. and that came up a lot on the show. And I thought that was cool, like, whoa. How'd they get an Olympian <laughs> for this show? Um, she didn't take her. She didn't take it like super seriously, mm-hmm. and she wasn't as intense as a lot of the hosts. I, I mean, well, take for instance Mo Wait, from oh, Guts. Yes, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Thinking, Mo, back to you, Mo. <laughs> that girl. Like, there's just like a lot of level of intensity, right. which Shit. was which I'm not criticizing. Mm-hmm. But Summer Sanders had like a very chill. Yeah go with the flow just having fun i like summer. not super serious what i remember most about summer sanders is my uncle who's not like when i was young my uncle was like eight years older than me so he was like 20. he was obsessed with her my <laughs> uncle, uncle evan uncle evan just thought she was the sexiest human alive <laughs> and i remember thinking that that was so weird but that's where i learned like okay so that's what a sexy person looks okay. like Summer Sanders. Okay, she was like, like the the standard. Yeah. Well, th- that did not um, come into my <laughs> quote unquote rubric, but I thought she was really cool. I thought so too. Not that I mean, I don't want Uncle Evan to like think I'm sexy, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I thought she was cool because people found her sexy, not necessarily my uncle Evan. Sure. Okay. I, I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. Hey, Uncle Evan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we could cut that out. We could tell Joy to cut anything out. <laughs> okay. Um, my number four is Clarissa Darling. <sighs> is she your number four? Oh, you no. doesn't like the sound of it? <laughs> <laughs> I was just sighing for, like, drama. Yeah. She had... Maybe because she also, like, broke the third wall. She talked to the audience. Yes. So Wait, and you liked that or you did not I like I loved that? it. I could really relate to her, but maybe, I mean, she was talking to me. So I really liked that. And she had the cool clothes and the cool room. The coolest room. Yeah. And her friend was this, like, cool guy friend. Um, I don't know. Who, like, came into her room. I mean, that's not allowed. Right. But- but it, it like, breaks her. a stereotype yeah. of, like, the girls versus the guys. Right. And she didn't get along too well with her little siblings, which now I get along great with my siblings. But at the time, I could relate. That was relatable to you? Yeah. Oh. Shan and I, Shan was on the podcast before. We 
did not get along when we were young. <gasps> she was my Ferguson. Wow. Yeah. But I like Larissa. Yeah. And that's... Great character. That's it for her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, number four is Eliza Thornberry. People usually make up names for their animals, but since Eliza Thornberry can actually talk to the animals... Hey, how's it going? Ah, oh, you speak. You're like us. She can find out their real names. The name of this panda. What's your name? Shisha. The name of this polar bear. What's your name? Nanook. And the name of this elephant. I'm Shango. You won't tell anyone about the water coming out of my trunk, will you? Get to know Eliza Thornberry as she gets to know all the animals on the Wild Thornberries. Only on Nickelodeon. Or, I'm sorry. Eliza Thornberry. That's a good impression. Oh my gosh, I'm killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eliza Thornberry, the main cartoon on the Wild Thornberries. Uh, she's smart. She's adventurous. She's not scared. Mm-hmm. Plus, she loves animals, and I loved animals. She could talk to animals. That is not like relatable, but I get why it was interesting to the show. Um, I really liked her. She was cool. She had that monkey named Darwin. Mm-hmm. She was really smart. I love Eliza. I love her. Mm-hmm. She's just really cool. Also, I feel like that was a unique premise for a show. It was. It's different than a lot of the other ones that were out. It definitely felt mm-hmm. different. And, um, yeah. I feel like it, things kind of like trended up. Uh, do you like the movie Mean Girls? Yeah. So, like... That's basically Caddy's story. Is you know, it? What's her name? Linda oh, Lohan? yeah, that's right. Like, she, like, grows up. Her family is, like, scientists. Jungle. And then, like, she She's new goes to, like, another. But, like, she has all these, like, you know, visions of the animals. Because it was, like, it's, like, interconnected. So, let's just that say. That makes you, you relate that, to um, maybe I've never thought about that. But maybe. that's true. Who knows? I mean, I think Mean Girls is written by Tina Fey, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not calling her, like, a, st- a thief, necessarily. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like, you I'm, think she's a big fan of the Wild Thornberries? <laughs> she, I'm just saying she's the hugest fan of the Wild Thornberries. <laughs> but also a genius and, like, really cool. They'll have to get Tina Fey on the podcast to talk about something else, but really it's just a cloak for you ripped off the Wild <laughs> yes. Thornberries. Yes. With Mean Girls. Maybe. I don't know. That's a good idea. We'll pitch that one to Joey, too. Okay. A lot of work to do on Twitter. <laughs> My number three is Nona Mecklenburg. Yes! Nona's my number three. Really? Yeah! We're kindred. We're just kindred. (sighs) After we get out of here, Petunia, I'll treat you to a nice, juicy steak. Okay, make my medium rare with grilled onions. Who said that? Up here. My name is Nona F. Mecklenburg. F's for Francis. I'll get a legally change it, either to flame or forklift. She was cool, confident. She was, she hung with the guys just as well as totally any fine. of them. She was a badass. I wrote the word badass. Actually, I've already said that before. It's not really, it's not a bad word. Oh, I hope we don't have to bleep that. I don't think so. No, I think we should be good. We should? Okay. Um, she had, uh, oh, I thought I wrote hard body, but I wrote had, <laughs> I wrote had boy crushes. That's what I meant. Your rubric is getting crazy right now. <laughs> so crazy. I don't think I've ever said those two words like next to each other before. A hard body. Gross. Okay, but she maybe she did. No, she was young and a girl. But she 
had she had a cast, she had which was probably crushes. pretty hard. Oh yeah. That, that Anyways, was. and she didn't even need that cast. Fun fact. Yeah, she, she didn't need it. it. She liked she the, the way it itched. I can relate. Genius. Is that Pete and Pete writing? Yeah. Those characters are so nuanced. Very good. And yeah, I liked her. Yeah, I recently was watching the episode where she just moved to town, mm-hmm. and she's wallpapering her new house with pictures of her old house. I think that's genius. And she's just taping up the pictures of the brick mm-hmm. from her old house, and it's like genius and funny and heartbreaking. Really she's great. Very, very sweet character. Yes. And, and our- the episode where we meet her dad, who's Iggy Pop. Mm-hmm. So, that's pretty cool, too. Yeah. You can't beat that. I would say not. No. Oh, and that was your number three. That was my number three. Okay. Same. My number two was Eliza Thorfair. <gasps> yes! Um, I wrote the same things as you said. Adventurous. She was kind, confident. She talked to animals. And, yeah, we all wanted to be able to talk, talk to animals, but yeah. it didn't work out. She's amazing. Didn't work out for us. <laughs> Yet. Yeah, unless you're like a pet psychic, if you believe in those things. Right. Which I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. I will say that I definitely am not a pet psychic. No? No. Do you believe in them? Um, maybe we're getting too religious, I, spiritual over here. Uh, do I believe them? No, but I feel like I want to be like supportive of them. Like, if you think that you can do it, like, I support you. <laughs> and if it makes someone feel better, then yeah. like go for it but like do i believe them no definitely not okay <laughs> so i mean ugh, now it's like on record it's like out in the cloud so like everybody's gonna know that i'm not really being supportive because i'm like no nah, that's i think you're being a bunch supportive. of bunk well, but but if it's your thing then more power to you yeah well, maybe you know what maybe I'll, it'll be a joke's on me in the end when i find <laughs> out that, that's that your really... dog has been trying to communicate with you the whole time <laughs> right yeah you're gonna feel pretty bad I will. <laughs> it's going very well. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're doing so good. They're going to be really proud. Uh, my number two is Linda Ellerby. Ooh, this is so The host you. of I love it. Nick News. I like what I do, and I'm 41 years old, and I'm damn good at what I do. That's a good enough reason to get up in the morning. Linda Ellerby is a hero to those of us in TV who value skill and honesty. ABC's Ted Cobble once said, What can you say about Linda Ellerby? The woman is raucous and irreverent and writes like a dream. I mean, this is like the real deal. Yes. Okay? Mm -hmm. Linda Ellerby, as herself, the first news show for kids. Plus, you remember, like, there was kids on the show. Mm -hmm. Here's a fun fact. Um... Do you know Meghan Markle of yes. the royal family? Yes. Oh, yeah. She was on Nick News. You're the- kidding me. No. In 1992, wow. Meghan Markle was on Nick News on- in an episode about feminism. <gasps> what? That's crazy. It's crazy. Linda was there first. She discovered her. Yeah. Maybe she didn't discover her. Yeah. You're welcome, Prince Harry. <laughs> and all of England. Um, I, so I love Lynn Ellerby. She was a real deal journalist. She has a really impressive resume, but she really dedicated herself to, like, helping the kids. 
and I think it's like the, um, did you ever see that Mr. Rogers documentary? No. Where he kind of talks about like how you have to talk to kids and, you know, Mm -mm. like treating them with a certain level of intelligence, but being gentle. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she did that. And also that show was on for a really long time. 1992 to 2015. What? Did you realize it was on that long? No. Also. It was? Yes. Yes. And I, I guess I don't remember a lot of other, like, for instance, my sister hated that I loved this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I feel like probably there are some other people like that out there. I just want you to know I am not alone. It was like one of a, it was like a higher ranked show on Nickelodeon. Hmm. I read something that said it never fell below the six, the sixth spot. You got kids interested in news. Hey. World events. The future is in their hands. The kids, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my number two, Linda Ellerbee. Just a real class act. This is a good number two. Thanks. All right. So we're on to my number one, which some might say is the opposite of Linda LRB. <laughs> and uh, I know Joey hates her. Oh. It's Amanda Bynes. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, you have to do an impression of this one. Um, I'll do Amanda, please. Yes. Love Amanda Bynes. I wanted to emulate her when I was young. Like, I thought she was it. She was so funny. She was had her own show, and she was doing skits and dressing up as other people. Amanda and Bynes from the Amanda Bynes show or Amanda Bynes from all that? I'd say the Amanda Bynes show because okay. it was her show, and it was... It was all her. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. I would recreate the skits myself in my room with my video camera. What? I'd dress up as different characters. What? I just thought she was so confident and sure of herself. She just... I loved her. I mean, she kind of fell off the deep end. In real life. Yes. Yeah. But at the time... Hey. She was And also that's her prerogative. Yeah, that's true. I mean... Be crazy. Whatever. Yeah. It's more power to you. Do I support her? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do I, would I make some of her choices? Maybe not. Probably not. But I, I support her. That's so nice. I love you, Amanda. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm glad that you have, like, such a strong connection to a show from that time. Mm-hmm. That was, like, you, you were, like, in your real life, it was affecting you. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Amanda Bynes. Um, so, no all that characters on your list. I had no all that characters on my list either. Yeah. None of, I was none of the females stood out. I tried. Yeah. I kind of tried. I like Lori Beth. I like her a lot. But then... I think I got sick. They made her do the same stuff a lot. Maybe I was, like, sick of it. Which was, is not her fault. No, not her fault. I was looking through the skits that she did, which I enjoyed. But they weren't... I mean, there were only a few skits here and there that I would have found funny, so... Yeah, it was just, like... It seemed like it was just the librarian over and over. And then that thing where she read vocabulary words or something. Yeah. Which, normally, that would be right up my alley. You know that. <laughs> you vo- Yeah, the vocab words. Love that. Mm-hmm. Educational stuff. But, and I, maybe I, her vibe just wasn't really... Didn't but you, you know who loves Lori Beth? Tell me. Andrew. What? Andrew's a big Lori Beth fan. I, uh, 
when she was on Figure It Out, I'm not so sure about all that and all of her skits and characters. But I know Andrew Andrew likes her. I think that's a mistake. <laughs> and I think that's why me and you are here. Yeah. Because we know. <laughs> Who knows women better than women? No one. You know? I also read something that Emma Stone once tried out for all that, so. Really? Yeah, she didn't get on. Emma Stone, the star of La La Land. I wonder and why. And other amazing cinema. So that could have changed my whole list, but didn't happen. Oh, never knew that. Yeah. Where do you find this stuff out? The internet, Melissa. Oh. Um, <laughs> did you do your research in like a 90s way and like check out magazines from the library? <laughs> a bunch of Nickelodeon magazines is all I had as oh, research. Oh my gosh. Did you ever get Nickelodeon magazine? Oh, you bet I did. What? Yes. What, were you like rich? No. Lucky. I, is it, did it cost a lot? <laughs> no. My parents also convinced me that like Welch's fruit juice was very expensive for special occasions. So really? Yeah. That's so funny. I got it on my birthday. <laughs> I think they were using it as like a just a scapegoat for things. Are you still a fan of Welch's grape juice? Um, no. No. I. <laughs> No, because it was, like, built up as a super special thing in my mind. Literally, on my birthday, I got, like, those cartons of, like, Welch's fruit cocktail Oh, I know what you're juice. talking about. Okay? So, it was, like, holidays. And so, in my mind, it was, like, Nutella. <laughs> I was, like, oh, my gosh, what a treat. It's a freaking treat. And then you try it when you're older, like, oh, I have $3 to spend, Mom. And you try it, and you're, like, this is terrible. It tastes like sugar water. Yeah. And there's, like, no juice in it, by the way. <laughs> By the way. What a mess. <gasps> I haven't done my number one yet. No, you haven't. <sighs> We've been talking about grape juice. Shoot. Okay, my number one is Clarissa, darling. Clarissa explains. Me, Clarissa. First of all, I can deal with just about anything. Fark face, worms, mom's tofu sundaes. Even when I panic, it's cool panic. May I be excused to freak out? I'm not allowed to drive until I'm old enough to get my license. Parents are such sticklers for the law. And the 95,000 Christmas cards? Well, um, I can explain. Clarissa explains it all every Sunday at 6.30, 5.30 Central. On Nickelodeon. Perfect. Um, she got major points for being the first female lead character. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is really maybe not that impressive now. Like, because we're so lucky, but... Um, at the time? At the time. Mm-hmm. Really cool. And I feel like subconsciously maybe that played into how cool I thought she was. Like, I wouldn't have been dissecting it at the time of like, wow, I've never seen a show made for kids with a female lead. This right. is very interesting to me. But subconsciously, I'm sure it was like cool to see a girl in the forefront. Mm-hmm. Plus, she was amazing. She was smart. She could like code her own computer games oh yeah her, that's right her room was like really cool and eccentric like she painted that checkerboard on the wall mm-hmm. but then she also had like hubcaps hanging on the wall yeah. it was just like okay my she parents wouldn't let me do that no no for sure not and she had a pet alligator right yeah or like some kind of lizard it was like a lizard i don't know, I don't know. An alligator was it like- <laughs> <laughs> you know what it, it sounds was in, pretty like, a outlandish case, now that it? you say it out loud she definitely had a lizard which is cool. Yeah. And I was really into cool pets. I had salamanders, so we connected on that level. You had salamanders? Yeah. I'm learning a lot about you. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. they were technically Japanese fire belly newts. Oh. 
Anyways. I've never heard of that in my life. Do they live in the water, or is it like a fish tank? Yeah, it's like a some fish land? tank. Exactly. Okay. Fish tank where there's some land and some water. What were their names? Oodles and Todd. Okay. <laughs> there's two. That's very cute. <laughs> oh, so off track. Um, My number one, Clarissa Darling, for sure. Melissa Joan Hart. Again, with the star power. Mm-hmm. She was, like, she a was real everywhere. star. Yeah. She was so hot in the 90s. Um, that show was really good. I think it was a well-written show, so that helps. Um, yeah. Also, the confidence. Yeah. That really helps her score, too. Never wavered. She was unique, confident. Mm-hmm. Always had a plan. Great number one. Thank you. That's <laughs> it. We made it through. That was fast. Top ten. Yeah. Top ten. I was, um, did you also, so, like, when I started my research, I made a little list of the, like, Clarissa was the lead of her show. Mm -hmm. I made a list of the female lead shows, Mm -hmm. which I was actually, like, pretty good in the 90s. Clarissa explains it all. Mm -hmm. Shelby Wu. Oh, that's right. Which, I liked the concept of that show. For whatever reason, it did not appeal to me at that time in my life. Yeah, it didn't um, didn't stick with me either. The concept of the show is cool, though. Yeah. And Shelby Wu, smart mm-hmm. female lead. That's pretty cool. Alex Mack, obviously we've discussed right. this. The science I wasn't experiment. so into, I mean, I liked her, but I don't know, I don't remember loving that show. And I think I wasn't a big sci-fi. Hmm, you didn't like the puddle thing? I thought that was cool. Sure. I'm not a big action fan. Okay. But we digress. Uh, love Alex <laughs> Mack. I love her, but it just wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't my thing. Next. Uh, your favorite, The Amanda, Amanda show. Amanda show. Pretty impressive. Like a whole variety show mm-hmm. held down by one girl. Right. That's a lot. Very impressive. Mm-hmm. Maybe they put too much weight on her shoulders. You I'm just what? saying. You're right. Maybe they did. We don't know what happened. Expected too much out of her. And the last one I could think of was Wild Thornberries. And we've already discussed how much we love Eliza Thornberry. Mm-hmm. Um, did I miss, can you think of any other, like, female lead shows? Reggie Rocket so. was a, definitely a main character. She was the main one. But, like, her brother and the rest right. of the guys were, I think, lead. just as big. But I think that's um, mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Definitely, like we said, a, like, a lot of female characters to choose from. Yes. Do you, you, do you feel like they did a good job of representing you? Or girls? I'd say so. I'd say almost every, I mean, every show had its female character. Um, And they really represented them in all different, like, aspects of personality and what they were interested in. I really liked it. Yeah. I felt like definitely um, lucky, like, generations previous probably would not have had all Mm -hmm. these options to choose from. I know sometimes... Well, I mean, like, sometimes there's an issue or maybe a gripe with, like, a quote-unquote post-feminist society where there's, like, a lot of girl power and a lot of opportunities and a lot of positive stories, which is awesome, Mm -hmm. and a lot of diversity, which is cool, which is not to really cover up or take away the fact that, like, inequalities exist. So it's just nice to take it as a positive. Yes. And, um, you know... Lots very of, deep. Lots of, <laughs> You're a very deep thinker. <laughs> it's the grape juice, basically. That's my fuel. <laughs> um, but I definitely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So it's not to say that, like, 
there wasn't issues or inequality or maybe other issues of diversity but it's nice that they were they were obviously thinking about it right. at Nickelodeon at this time mm-hmm. they were clearly like making an effort right yes oh neither of us mentioned anyone I thought here's what I thought would be on your list that I didn't see is one of the um story writers from are you afraid of the dark I thought about that because you love that show I did love the show I do love the show yeah it was too scary for me I didn't watch it Really? Yeah. So what about now? Uh, yeah, I think I have is revisited it, it. It is not scary. It's not too scary, you know? No, I think I can handle it. Um, Do I close my eyes in the Ghastly Grinner? Sure. Sure. Who you doesn't? I close my eyes the one, um, why can't you think of the name? The night, the one in the hospital. Well, where um, was, I'm cold. No, that oh. one always scared me too when I was young. I don't like, yeah, kids... Getting scared is really upsetting to me, which is why I didn't very, watch the show. Very soft heart. <laughs> but I didn't choose any of those storytellers because, I don't know, they weren't on too much, and I didn't, I don't know, none of them really stood out to me as somebody that I liked more than what I had on my list. Yeah, and it's hard to get to know them. They get, right. like, two minutes of air exactly. time. So, I guess that's fair. I just, uh, something I su- suspected would have been on your list. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, that it would have been, I just didn't go there. Oh, I get it. The good news is I have one more list to share. <gasps> um, Joey and Andrew got some reader mail. So, in honor of the girl power episode, I thought we could say that um, this was a male lady McGinty segment, <laughs> which I don't think has a jingle. So. Male lady McGinty. <laughs> and now it has a jingle. Um, yeah. Okay, so this letter is from Carrie. Thanks, Carrie, for writing. Hi, Carrie. And she said, first off, let me start by saying this. I am proud to be a feminist. Go, Carrie. Now, on to my top 10 favorite female characters. Number 10. I would have to say Judy Funny. I like her now because of her weirdness, but I really like that she has the love for William Shakespeare. Her personality is very interesting, and I really love her fashion. Even if she wears the same stuff in every episode. <laughs> which is a good point. We did not mention Judy's fashion with her beret and her sunglasses. Right. Which added to her cool factor. Uh, Carrie's number nine. I would have to say Lila from Hey Arnold. She's actually my very favorite female character on there. I like that she is very polite and that she is very unique. My favorite episode is Big Sis when she shared a sistership with Olga Pataki. I thought that was very awesome. Hmm. Her number eight would have to be Ellen from Pete and Pete. Oh, this is a Pete yeah. and Pete character we didn't go over, but definitely a great pick. Um, Carrie says she seems like a very fun girl to hang out with, and she's a very fun person. If she were my friend, I would introduce her to my favorite rock bands, and she would introduce me to the things that she likes. That's so nice. That is sweet. Her number seven is definitely Alex from The Secret World of Alex Mack. I really love her, and what I love about her is that she can be creative with her powers. If only we could time travel and she would take me back to the 90s. That would be a fun trip. (laughs) Her number six is Eliza Thornberry. She's very interesting, and if I were to be with the whole family, I would help them out by speaking the language. But what I love about Eliza, though, is she is very adventurous. I really wish that I could talk to animals like she does. Actually, I do talk to my deaf cat in sign language. What? 
That's, that's amazing. That's very cool. And also a deaf cat. So that's very sad. That's sad but cute. Yes. Good for you, Carrie. Her number five is Betty DeVille from the Rugrats. Which one is Betty? Betty DeVille's Phil and Lil's mom. Oh, the one who wears kind of like workout gear. Yes. Awesome. So, Betty DeVille from the Rugrats. I always loved her because she seems very awesome. She's actually my favorite mother character, and I love her personality. She was a cool Very cool. Character. Yeah, fun. Number four on her list is Reggie from Rocket Power. Reggie is really cool, and she is very interesting with her sports. Her number three would have to be Oblina from Real Monsters. Mm. We did not cover this one. I really love the way she looks, and what I love about her is her weirdness, but she does seem like a nice monster friend. She does. Cool. And that was like a coolie, it was like a coolie, not a word. Darn it. <laughs> a very, shoot. The way she was drawn was cool. Cool, yeah. With the black and white stripes. Yeah. She was like a popsicle stick. Coolie. With like a tail, very coolie. Uh, Carrie's number two is Pearl from SpongeBob. I love her teenage personality. She really brings that back to me, and I love how she is very fun, and she loves being a teenager. What I really love about her is that she does not let anything get in her way. That is a good point to make. She's a cute, yeah, I like that one. And her number one is always Angelica Pickles. Even though I hated her when I was younger, I really like her now. She is fun, and she can be creative. I really like that she talks to her Cynthia doll, like how I talk to my Funko Pop figure. Cute. I have Carrie from Kingdom of Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Sorry, I'm, I'm not totally familiar with the universe there. None of that is familiar to me. Carrie from Kingdom Hearts. That is Carrie's list, which um, is so nice that she sent. And mm -hmm. a lot of overlap, but also some really good points that she a made. A lot of ones I didn't even think about. Yeah. Yeah, I did not think about yeah. uh, real monsters at all. Mm -mm. I didn't think about it. Me either. Although, obviously, as you know, I found that show to be a little bit too scary. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of it either, but I really liked Oblina. She probably, she's my favorite character in the she whole show. definitely looked cool. Did you, Melissa, have any close calls that you wanted to mention? Close calls. Speaking of Oblina. <laughs> I actually wrote on my paper, Summer Sanders, close call. Nice. Yes. Close call. And also, we, super hottie. She was a hottie, according <laughs> to Uncle Evan. <laughs> but I liked her, um, yeah, I just liked her personality a lot. Um, and then we didn't talk about Helga Pataki. Yes. And she was another close call. Um... I just thought she's another one that's sort of like Angelica, not very nice all the time, but <clears throat> maybe a little misunderstood. And, I mean, I don't know. It was always hard for me to relate. Like, I didn't know what it was like to be very mean to somebody you had a big yeah. crush on. Yeah. Um, I mean, if Max were here, he'd have a joke about it. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I don't understand the being so evil when you're young to somebody that you like. I don't get it. No. She was too mean. She was too mean for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, you forgot to do the um, impression. Oh. Um. Hey, Arnold. Perfect. Nailed it. Thanks. That was amazing. Thank you. Um, I so for a co close call, I put 
Um, I wanted to mention Ginger. Mention Ginger. Oh, yeah. From Astral by Ginger. She's a close call because that show did not start airing till 2000. Oh. So it doesn't technically fit, but I really liked that show, and she was a very great character. I like that a lot. She was really lot. smart. She was, like, into poetry and mm-hmm. cool things, but she was relatable in that she had a lot of struggles and tribulations. Right. Very cool. Um. Also, my favorite Pete and Pete character that didn't get mentioned, Monica Perling which was the Krebs Scout girl. Okay. <laughs> who had, like, all the dead pets buried in her backyard. Uh-huh. And uh, I think like, Could her you nickname relate? was... <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you bury your pets in your backyard? Um, no. I didn't think we were allowed to do that. Oh. Well, like, my mom wouldn't allow that. Oh, sure, <clears throat> sure. She's a cremation type of person. <laughs> <laughs> Are Oodles and Todd, were they Oh, for sure. They're in the still, backyard? Yeah, they're in my parents' backyard. Oh. Yeah. I had, like, a lot of hamsters. Wait, can you just, for the fun of it, can you name them? I just want to hear what your animals were named. I wish I could, uh, let's see if I remember them. My first hamster was definitely named Claire. Um, uh, I wish I could remember them all. I really don't. I had one named Smokey. (laughs) That's cute. Yeah. um, He got lost in the house and we never found him. Really? For real. (laughs) (laughs) so he didn't get buried outside he's somewhere in my parents house (laughs) oh so oh yeah this is apparently why i uh, am relating to the character who's nicknamed scout of death girl scout of death Mm -hmm. but she was really great classic pete and pete type of character very unique and cool yeah badass as you reminds me of you somebody who loves animals (laughs) He's very intelligent. But also talks stuff. about death a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of death, that's not a good segue. Um, do you have any Fergusons that you'd like to mention? Fergusons? Oh, Fergusons. Like, oh, which before we start and uh, before they play the Ferguson jingle, I would just like to propose that for this episode, we call this the Burn Book. Oh, good. Which is a Mean Girls reference. Yes, Mean Girls. Where they wrote all the insults about mm-hmm. people. Yes. So, Burn Book segment. Go. I didn't even think about a Ferguson. That's because you're so nice. No, you had this whole rubric about how nice people were, and you didn't even pick out anyone. Let me look through, because as I scan through, I. I don't know. See, this is why I said we would circle back, because I said my Ferguson was Angelica. Oh, it was. Yeah, she but was then... She was so mean. She was so mean. But I feel like you and also listener Carrie made some kind of strong defenses for her that maybe I was looking at at a superficial level. But she was just mean. She was rarely ever redeemed. And, like, I just mean to a baby, that just doesn't... It doesn't appeal to me. But she was also very young, you know. <sighs> but she was spoiled. Slack. She was really spoiled. She was. And That's she true. liked it. And I, and her mom was kind of like not nice. Like her mom wasn't nice. Her mom's her, a little spoiled as mom well. Mom was never around. Not like, <sighs> I can't get into it. She's on my Ferguson list, but I feel bad because, you know, you guys try to defend her. Another show we didn't talk about. A great show that I love to watch. I love to hate watch it. 
15. Oh, 15. And we have to mention Ashley Frazier, who just, oh, and it's easy to do my impression of her. Because she talks like this about everything. And I don't even know if the microphone picked that up because she whispers. And you can barely hear her. And she's always whining. She's, uh, she's not a fan. Not a fan. No. She's the lead girl on 15, which is kind of like that. Um, it's, you know, like a soap opera, a kid soap yeah. opera. It's like Degrassi. I was going to say, I never basically. watched 15, but I would, Degrassi was my jam. Degrassi was my jam. Love Degrassi. So good. Yeah. I would encourage you and really everyone mm-hmm. who's still listening, <laughs> <laughs> who didn't drop off after right the after. Uh, grape juice diversion. <laughs> or you just heard Joey and Andrew weren't here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should really congratulate people for hanging in there yeah. without them. Because they're great. You guys are great. Yeah. And also, go back and watch 15. It's it's fun. It's a real treat. I'll have to really sit down and watch it. Yeah. It's fun. I think it's on YouTube, maybe. Probably. It's a good it's a good Is one. it it's not better than Degrassi. No. Okay. <laughs> that, no such thing. That would be truly crazy. <laughs> Was Drake on it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I um, can't, I can't no. think of any way I didn't like. Sticking with it. Sticking with your kindness rubric. Not gonna mention a Ferguson. I don't know. Nothing in the burn book. No. It's okay. And I wish I did. I feel like I'd be pretty good at burning. I support you. Maybe maybe we do another episode where we just smoke people. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. We'll I think like about that. it. Maybe I'll write them an email and then the next episode they can read an email about everybody I hated. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes. And for anyone else who wants to write an email like Carrie did, you guys should totally do it. The guys love getting the listener mail and you can email them at big orange. Wait, no. Oh. See, this is just the worst. I'm screwing this whole thing up. Send them emails. Send them to orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Like Carrie did, and they'll read them on the podcast. And it's fun. Um, yeah, that's it. Do you have anything else? No. Thank you, guys. I mean, that sounds terrible, but no, I don't. Not right now. Not at the time. <laughs> Write it in the email. I will. To orangecouchpodcast at mm-hmm. gmail.com. They love getting them. Love them. Or um, if you get, let me just say, if you are not following them on Instagram, do it. It's really great. You can take the polls. Mm-hmm. You can do all this. Um, you can see what episode's coming next. And they post all that cool art. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett Wilson right. does, like, custom Nickelodeon Very art. And cool they post stuff. it up there. Really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so follow them on Instagram, at Orange Couch Podcast. And, yeah. Thanks to Joey and Andrew for letting us take their seats. Yes, thank you very much. And giving us this very great responsibility. It was a big one. And also this hour of girl power. Girl power. Which is really amazing. Yeah. We'll say like the Spice Girls. Girl power! Oh, that was good. good? That was really good. Is it British enough? Maybe our best. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you guys Um, like this. (laughs) Thank you. I can't remember the other details. Um... Talk to see them online. They're definitely on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of old, but like for sure they're on Twitter. Yes. Yes. The I already Twitter, mentioned Instagram. Instagram um, keep listening. Yeah. Tell your friends. We love Joey and Andrew. They're doing so good. Mm-hmm. People love the podcast. People are loving it. They love it. I follow up. Yeah. On social media to see what people are saying. Yes. Do it's really fun. I do. Oh uh, yeah. I Not up. when they're my episodes. Because oh. I don't want to know what people think bad <gasps> things about me. So when you're a guest on the episode, you can't do you listen, listen to it? Don't you don't listen? listen? No. no. Oh my you gosh. You no. do so great. I don't need to hear my cartoony voice. Like, oh no. again. Okay. First of all, your voice is amazing. 
Thank you. Yes, it is. But you know what I mean. Like, do you listen to yours? Um, that wouldn't be weird if you did. Sometimes I do, but I do hate the sound of my voice. I think once you hear it, like voice. once you, if you accidentally hear a voicemail that you left for somebody else, you're like, wow, I sound like I'm 12. That's unfortunate. No, like you everybody don't. at work's probably like, this mm. child. No. Total disrespect. No. You got a great voice. You have a great voice. Oh, I feel so empowered. Yeah. So, okay. If there are any listeners left, thank you so much for letting us do this. Keep listening to the podcast. iTunes, Podbean, whatever. Listen to podcasts. They're cool. Mm-hmm. That's it. The end. Thanks <gasps> for joining us. Bye. Bye. Skip, skip. What do I say? What, what, what did I say? Oh, you said it's fine. It. No, you said it's fine. Oh, boy.